I think about us, the three of us, what we could be. I think about it all the time. Please, it's terrible. No, it's not. I know Jim. She's my friend. I care about her. How's your day going? You look pretty. Thanks. I wore it just for you. Her father's a driver named Nick. He helped me to survive. Yes, you can, because I can't lose you. I'm not gonna let anything happen to you. What about you? Your girlfriend is a badass. Welcome to Above the Garage, a Nick and June, The Handmaid's Tale podcast. We have a really exciting episode today because Burton LeBlanc, the thrice Emmy-nominated head of makeup for The Handmaid's Tale, has kindly agreed to come chat with us today. Thank you and welcome, Burton. Thank you for having me. It's great to see you guys. Great to be here. Yeah, so we know you, or we feel like we know you fairly well because we love your Instagram account, but uh, we'll introduce ourselves. I'm Kate. I'm Ginger. I'm Hi. Violet. Hello. And I'm Kimberly. Hi. Kimberly is the wizard behind our social media curtain so she makes all our beautiful collages and reels and she is allowed to talk to the important people such as yourself <laughs> probably pretty new like when did you start it's fairly recent right literally yeah like a month ago um okay. somebody had the genius idea to start a podcast in the middle of december when stress levels are already <laughs> very low so um but it's been awesome we've been yeah. having fun in fact, I wanted to tell a quick story about Kimberly relevant to you being here, if you don't mind. Kimberly, you don't mind, right? Uh, hopefully it's a good story then. <laughs> Find out soon enough. <laughs> no, it was the day before Christmas Eve and we're all like super stressed. And Burton, you shared our Instagram story, which you've done several times and it delights us every time. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Amazing. Yeah. And I was uh, on our like group chat, just daydreaming about maybe one day in the very distant future, he might come on our show and Kimberly's all like, or I could just DM him right now. And I'm like, ha ha ha, you're so funny, Kimberly. And then like <laughs> 60 seconds later, she says, okay, I've done it. <laughs> you have to slide right into those DMs. You can't wait. <laughs> she didn't even like hover over the sin button for four hours, like a normal human being. Yeah, her, well, just just go for it. Just ask I know. It. I'm very proud of her, but I'm curious if all Australians are born without a fear of rejection, or was it just you? <laughs> Maybe in the water down here. I'm not sure. Do you want some? Yes, I do. <laughs> also, classic Kimberly. She then says, "All right, I'm going to go to bed. Good night, everybody," because she lives in Australia and she sleeps all day long. And she likes to drop bombs on us before she goes. Yeah, they had to wait a, a little while. She was, Kate was freaking out a little bit. And, you know, I thought, go to bed and let her sleep on it for a while. Not <laughs> freaking <before>. out. <laughs> we were all very excited. But fast forward, you said yes. You made our holidays lovely. Thank you, Burton. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for asking me. I like this stuff. It's fun stuff. We, we were How were your holidays, Burton? They were really good. I was with family and it was great to see everybody. I don't get to see a lot of family throughout the year, so it's always great to catch up with friends and you know cousins and people I haven't seen for a while. So it was really good. So you grew up in a small town in Canada, right? I did, Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. I go to Maine with my husband's family sometimes, and like any attentive Handmaid's Tale fan, when I near the Canada border, I like to plan my escape route. I think <laughs> I, can, I think I can take a boat from Bar Harbor to Yarmouth, right? You can, you can. It's been shut down for the past couple of years because of, you know, COVID reasons. Yeah. I guess think it's going to be running again in a couple of months, a few months. But yeah, there was a boat going back and forth, which I've never done before. Oh, no? So funny. I've never done it. No. I bet there are a lot of whales in between. There's a lot of whales around there. Yeah, some whale watching. And yeah, it's very pretty. And clearly Yarmouth is full of lovely people that will help me escape, right? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> if you want just... You know, beautiful ocean, you know, great saltwater air, great people, great hangouts, great food, restaurants, seafood, all that kind of stuff. It sounds yeah. really nice. Yeah. Do you live normally in New York then, Burton, or do you live? I don't. I'm in Toronto. I've been to New York oh. quite a bit, like I, and I go back and forth, but I'm, I'm pretty much based here right now. Um, I mean, I do, and I recently got my U.S. working visa, so I'll be, after handmaids, nice. soon enough, probably this summer, I'm kind of looking to kind of. No, I'll be out of here. I, I have you. no idea why I thought New York City. New York. I have no idea. Well, like... I think that quite a few of my posts are from New York, maybe. And I do fly back and forth quite a bit. And I was there actually. I just did a movie with Mila Kunis there a 
few months back. Oh, yeah. What's uh, the movie called? Yeah. Uh, Luckiest Girl Alive. When does it come out? Uh, they say spring of 22. So things, whatever, yeah. that, whatever <laughs> that means, I, that might be May. But yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it was fun. It was good. I think we started in June and then we finished September 3rd. Nice. So you've had a nice break then. It, yeah, it was good. And I did, I did another show after that, What We Do in the Shadows. It's kind of like a, oh, based on the movie. It's a TV series based on the movie from, I don't know, four or five years ago. That They're on season four of that. It's like a vampire, a silly vampire. We like that show. It's like so it. good. Yeah. yeah it's so good. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. So much fun to work on. And it just comes completely different from Handmaid. So it was just, it was just <laughs> yeah. that headspace where, you know, a complete shift. And I had, you know, I had the best time. It was good. It was fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Are they making everybody else quarantine? Do you know that's coming over from the U.S.? Um, well, I think they've already been here for a while, and I never even thought okay. about on the Zoom meeting. But I think there still is a quarantine. I don't know if it's as long, but I think it was always more quarantine coming into Canada than it was going the other way. That like, makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. I think there still is, but it's just not like the, the time period isn't as long. Yeah. Well, we saw Amy and Bradley's cat had already made it up there, and we were excited. <laughs> We're Kiki. all big animal lovers, so we were like, yeah. <laughs> we're like, yeah. oh, the animals are showing up now. <laughs> well, Brad, Bradley was on the Zoom, actually, so it was always, I mean, he's just, uh, he's just a goofball. It's so good to see his face. We just want to laugh. We, he just makes us laugh all day. He all looks day. so fun. He looks like yeah. the funnest person. He's so fun. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's so fun. Yeah. And his wife, Amy, just seems like an absolute blast as well. <laughs> great. She's so yeah. great. She had a cameo season two, I think. Three. Yeah. yeah. Was it three? I think it was oh three. Okay. She's Hannah's mom. So she may like, you know, be back. Yeah. Which would be cool. Yeah. Is that where they met? Do we know that? No one knows? No. They met. I did ask the story. Oh my God, I can't remember now. They met on, um, oh my God, there's been so many shows that they've both done. They met on a <laughs> show a few years back. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She was providing us with photos from the Emmys. Nobody was doing that except for Amy. So we appreciated it. <laughs> nice to see the whole crew together outside of the show. Yeah. Yeah. She's really great. Obviously your cat is with you because you live there. What's your cat's name? Leo. Oh. Probably here. I don't know where he went, but he was <laughs> running around here somewhere. Yeah. He's, he's always with me. Wherever I go, he goes with me too. Oh, there he is. Leo. Aww. He looks, you know what's so funny? Because before we started Handmaids, I didn't know. Lizzie has two orange tabbies. I have an orange tabby, which is so weird. You know what I mean? That is really funny. Like, yeah. Like, we both have orange just anyway. There are so. one billion types of cats. So that is funny. I also just got <clears throat> one. We named him Dax because he's polydactyl. He has six toes on each hand. So, but they, he oh. looks like yours. Does Lizzie bring her cats too? She okay. does. She doesn't go anywhere. She brings her Lucy and Ethel everywhere. Yeah, Lucy and Ethel. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Love those names. That's what they use those names in because um, we were just doing our rewatch of episode. I don't know. I think it was five, but five. Um, that was the name of her cats on the show, or one of them. I think I forget. Yeah, yeah it was. She named them on there. Let's see where my cat. Let's see where Leo went. Yeah, where's Leo? Come on, Leo. Oh, you know what? He's right here. He's right here. <laughs> he's right next to me. Not too far. See if I can grab him. This is exciting. I know. <laughs> like on this the edge is your of my favorite seat. part of the interview, huh? Uh, yeah. Oh there he is. God. Hey, Leo, baby. Aww. Aww. Oh, Daddy. Oh my goodness. How cute. Oh my goodness. How old is Leo? Leo will be eight in in April. Look at that Aww. face. He is have so you had him cute. since he was a baby? Uh, handsome boy. Yeah, I have. He's so handsome. Oh my gosh. He does looks he so like, cuddly. Does he sleep with you? He does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a big baby. Love that. <laughs> I have two orange tabbies as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Why don't you They're ask both her? girls, which is super weird. Like, I guess orange tabbies are usually boys. I that's what so. the vet told me. But yeah, I know that these are true. girls too, right? So, yeah. 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 Ask Violet how many cats she has, though. I have six cats. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah is there any you found that got tougher because i sometimes i think of getting another cat for leo but i travel so much so i i i don't think i will but is there like a grouping that it gets easier or not as easy well it's i one of them is a mom of two of the others right. so the three of them it's like a totally different 
thing. Like they just cuddle with each other all the time and it's just, they're like a little family, but yeah, we kind of, we didn't mean to have six cats. (laughs) We just, they ended up getting left at our house one at a time. And so now we need to open a cat cafe out of our house basically. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think like two was sort of the, the maybe two or three was like the nice, like, okay. Yeah. They all got along and now we have to look out for fights and cover their claws with the little soft cap so they don't kill each other. <laughs> she literally has these claw covers on all of her cat's claws. So like what? 60 claw covers in her house. I can't even imagine putting 10 of them. I can't imagine putting them on my cat. they leave them on or do they stay on? How does that work? Yeah, they're like, they cover the claws. It's like a little plastic thing that goes over the claw so it's not sharp. So that way they can't hurt each other if they get in the fight. Oh, I've never heard of that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's a, a whole process. It's a lot of work to do. Yeah, we're, our <laughs> lives revolve around cats now also. <laughs> Anyway, well, I remember when I first started trimming Leo because I trim I trim his nails myself. But in the beginning, there's probably a picture on Instagram about that. Oh, it's really tough. You know what I mean? And you have to cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. very docile, but takes them a while to get used to that. I think. So, Burton, have you had a lot of downtime to stream anything good the through my new things? shows, or besides The Handmaid's Tale, of course? You know what? I'm so bad for that. Like, friend, when I talk to friends and I'm with friends, like, do you see this? Do you see that? I'm like, I, I really don't, you know, my big thing is, you know, I'm a big gym guy. Like, it's, it's a mental thing. I like the gym and hope, I think after next week, the gyms are opening again. Thank God. Nice. Um, <laughs> that's my, I like being out. I'm a crazy guy, but I don't really watch a lot of stuff, really. It's a good thing. That's you good. just work on the stuff. I mean, whatever I'm working on, then I'm into it and I'll watch all that. I'll watch all that, you know, mm-hmm. inside out so I know it, but and that's, that's about it. Are you Are a you... weights or cardio guy at the gym? I kind of do both. I don't do anything. I don't go anything crazy with like too much of weights or too much of cardio. But I just do like 20 yeah. minutes of cardio and light weights and like a mix of everything, basically. I have to imagine. You look like you're in good shape, so it's working. <laughs> I have to imagine um, your days on the Handmaid's Tale set, though, like, it must be really long. Are you, like, on Lizzie's scenes all day? I, if Lizzie's there, I don't move, so, and she's always there. Right. So, getting back to the gym. That's like, what I was what, wondering. How do you, how do you work out? <laughs> well, I don't. Once I start the show, I don't. So that's why, like, the last show I did, uh, uh, I had a lot of extra time. But when on Handmaid's, I won't have the time. Yeah. And, Last month, or the past few weeks after the holidays, I had all this time, but the gyms are now closed in Toronto. Uh, That's why I was like, I tried to you know, go, 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 because I know once I start handmaids, it's going to be like Saturday, Sunday kind of thing. Do you notice a big difference in how you feel, or is the adrenaline of being on an awesome show just drive you? Absolutely. No, it's really, I feel, it's like a, yeah, I feel so much better when I'm working out. Yeah, it's such a good feeling, man. It's a huge difference. Oh, I had one question for my fellow panelists, actually, before I forget. How much extra time did you spend on your makeup this morning versus a normal Zoom with me? (laughs) Um, A few more minutes. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think you've ever seen me wearing makeup until right now. No, your hair is always wet, usually. Honestly. Yeah, I just get out of the shower and pop on here. Yeah. (laughs) It's so hot here, my makeup is melting off. Yeah, she lives in Perth and it's apparently like 100. It was 105 for Christmas, right, Kimberly? No, it was like 109 or something for Christmas. Yeah. Like it's crazy to me that that's their Christmas. It's it's always hot. That's so crazy. But I I like a little bit of heat right now because it's so freaking cold here. I'll swap some with you and then we can make the perfect temperature. So I think Kimberly ran the idea by you to play a little game that we came up with for you. Yeah. You're still down? I'm still down. Let's do it. All right. So I brought a game for Burton LeBlanc. For our podcast listeners, we know you can't see this game. So let me just tell you what it's about. We made a PowerPoint for Burton to try and guess the Handmaid's Tale character just using their eyebrows. So the first slide for each character is just their eyebrows. And then the second slide is their eyebrows and eyes, if you need another hint. And then the third slide for each character is their full face. So the answer, and he kindly agreed to play along. So let's get started. Uh, Shout out to my husband who did the rough draft of this on a day when I was too busy to get to it. It didn't look anything like this, but I still appreciate (laughs) the effort. And to Melissa, who provided all these amazing photos for me, because she can find anything on the internet. So 
The game rules are self-evident. Yeah. Fairly simple. Yeah. This is the actors outside of work, right? No. I mean, like, it's, it's be the characters. Character. So the first one. But this, yeah. This first one is very difficult. I'm unsure if you will get it. And if you do, I will give you, we'll all give you a massive round of applause. <laughs> and here we go. This right. one here, this is Max. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yes. You have to groom Max's eyebrows at all. Those are pretty bushy and like pretty thick. Not really. We don't really do anything with his eyebrows. No, we just let him let him be. And his hair as let well. Him, kind yeah. of like it's just a little bit, you know, that's just his look. Good He's look. So great. Good yeah. look. We got no complaints about his look. Yeah. <laughs> How about this one? Well, the shape looks like Serena Joyce, but I don't We might also um focus on the skin color. Would you like to see the eyes? Let's do more. Yeah. You almost said it with the word more. Yeah. I, I'm, oh my God, I'm thinking of her real name. I know, I know who it is, but. Okay, you got it. Moira. Yes. Yeah. She's very done there, actually. She's in the Handmaid's costume. That must've been like a, like a publicity photo. Yeah, yeah I didn't Lydia. recognize it either. Lydia. Yes, that's Aunt Lydia. Well done. Yeah. Can't forget those. Yeah. Um, wow. That must be Commander Waterford. Yes, nicely mm-hmm. done. Yes. Like you don't even, I think, necessarily work on most of these people yourself, right? So it's... well, Commander Waterford is all me. Like yeah, all that, that one, yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, I'll have like a few select, obviously Lizzie, Commander Waterford, and um Commander Lawrence Bradley. But now I'm really gonna miss Joe this year, but now are you getting a new character? Nobody right now to fill his place, but we've yeah. only we've only gotten the first couple of scripts, but mm-hmm. You know, he, he, that's a big void. It's a big, it's, it's a big huge. Void. Yeah. It's, it was yeah. interesting listening to his interviews though, of like how, how much it weighed on him playing that character. You know what? He, it, it, yeah, you're right. And it's been weighing on him for a few years. Like he was like, oh, I don't know how much, you know, it was a lot. Like yeah. that. So it was time, even though it was a hard, it's a hard call. But it's still yeah. super yeah, sad. It is sad. I love to hate him. That's for sure. I yeah. Know. He and his brother, right? His brother plays Voldemort. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They're very good at it. They're very good I don't think color. he has eyebrows as Voldemort though, does he? <laughs> he doesn't have a nose. I think he's missing a nose. Yeah, true. <laughs> I think this, this one is Janine, I think. Yes, nicely yeah. done. Um, Luke. Yeah. Yes. Good. Yeah. Other Serena. Uh-huh. There we go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I've would- that June? Yeah. Yes. I legitimately I forgot that. really filled in. I was looking, it's like, wow, did I fill on those eyebrows in that much? <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, tough one. <laughs> it's not Rita. <laughs> We're all very amused over here, Burton. This is a tough one. It is. Well, I mean, I don't know how often you even look at these eyebrows. You might look at them every morning in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that me? Yeah. Oh, is it? It's like you see the, the top of the glasses. Here's the glasses, yeah. My husband swears there's not a single picture of you on the internet without glasses. Sorry for tricking you. That was actually, that was at the Emmys, actually, in September. Oh, yeah? It's such a good photo. What is your skincare? You look amazing in every photo. I, I use Kiehl's, Dermalogica. I like to use scrubs. And I and I have mm-hmm. a dermatologist that I've had in Toronto for years. That I go to, I mean, like for peels and yeah you know what I mean everything just to just so I'm ready when the time comes do you do you ever, look very good do you ever <laughs> like wear makeup to like Emmys and I do at least that that work? like I've got stuff underneath my eyes there you know what I mean like okay. here just to kind of help me out a bit because you know but yeah just around the eye everything else that that's all me no you're and very I, I had a bit of a tan like there was a great pool here at that at this hotel so for a couple of days, we were like tanning by the pool. So this has got, this is a bit of a tan here too. And you got a little, like, do you have the exact amount of stubble that you plan for here? Yeah. It looks perfect. I actually, <laughs> I grew up with a bunch of, uh, in a neighborhood that was predominantly boys. And so I never learned makeup. Yeah. And as a result, this interview, this entire podcast is just an elaborate scheme for someone to tell me how to cover up my under eye circles. <laughs> any advice there? I don't see any under eyes. What do you mean? Oh, they're bad because I'm allergic to my pets, but it's worth it because I love my pets. So yeah, 
Well, thank you then. Okay, on we go. Who is this? Ooh. Even I've forgotten who this is. I know. Yeah. <laughs> this is hard. Yeah, it is. Can I get a hint? Do you want to tell me what, what group that they're in? Yeah, tell me what group. Handmaids. And we had we had Janine already, right? Right. Yeah, this is somebody. She's in Canada. She's now in Canada. That's pretty good. In Canada? She hard. broke free from Gilead. Oh, Emily. Yeah, Emily. Yeah. When you How show you... her eyes, you, you definitely know it's her. She's got such yeah. nice eyes. How yeah. do you guys make their eyes so blue? Like June's and Emily's are always just like stunning. Yeah. Well, I do think that the, the tone and the coloring that we use for the darkness, there's just like a, some, some, if it's a warm tone or a cool tone, sometimes that'll pull out the eye, certain eye colors as well, right? Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. more of a cool I mean, I don't understand what you're saying, but I think that it's <laughs> stunning, like I said. Keep up yeah. the good work. She's great. She, yeah, she's, she's still looking a bit rough because she's got a long ways to go mentally. Yes. To kind of get out of that. Oh, there's Rita. That's Rita. <laughs> oh, you got that one very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you said that you like the longer they're in Canada, the the better their makeup. Well, it just depends. Like um, for Lizzie, she's not quite there yet, obviously. She's gone. She's still dealing with you know, yeah, so much. A lot. But it just depends on the character. Like uh, Samira Moira is kind of has been there, so she's kind of looking a little bit nicer. Just basic, pretty makeup. Mm-hmm. Rita's probably going to be coming around soonish. She's still not her makeup still hasn't improved really that much. But so we just depend, we just take it and it's kind of nice to see not everybody nice and perfect and pretty, you know, yeah. watch it that way. You know, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Do they get really excited though when you've announced yeah. that they have oh, yeah. emotionally that's recovered that's enough they, to wear makeup? Yeah. <laughs> that's one thing they were all like really hesitant. I still remember the first season, the very first episode, they were all kind of like, mm, for the most part, you know, yeah. Lizzie knew that's how, you know, it was going to be played out. But some of them, like the, the players below, like were kind of really hesitant. It's like, mm, is this it? Is this all I'm getting? You know, yeah. once you're done, you're done. <laughs> they were really, you know, it, it was a thing. It was a thing. For was it? Well, you're used to, I'm sure they're used to getting, you know, a lot of makeup on every other show that they've been on, but it makes sense in Gilead. It was scary, but you know, in the beginning it worked because you don't really know how everything's going to, um, how people are going to react and how people are going to, you know, react to the show, but it was a, just a thing. It's like, no, this is how it's going to be. It's awesome. We only have two more. So is that commander Lawrence? Yes. I was hoping his glasses <laughs> would kind of blend yeah. into his eyebrows. It's so funny. I thought at first I didn't think it was him because his eyebrows look so dark there because he's got a lot of gray coming in now. He's got a lot. He's he great. Has, a lot he's a very dapper gentleman. Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Yeah. So great. This one might be a bit more difficult. It's a tough one, yeah. Yeah. Do I get a hint? It's the last one, too. She is a handmaid. She's a handmaid. Or was a handmaid. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. As far as we know, she won't be in season five. Unless she comes back from the the dead. So they were in season four, or was it way back? No, they were in season four. There was an unfortunate accident. Oh, my God, who died? I can't remember who died. <laughs> we finished last March already. That's a um, long time. Yeah. Oh, um, I can't think of her name right we now. We know you know. We know you know now. From the train. <laughs> Alma, may she rest Alma. in peace. Yeah, she's yes. she's fantastic yeah. too. She's great. She's a great girl. She's so great. She's so nice. Yeah. That was a very uh tough episode. There were a lot of people that we care about that died in that episode. So yeah. We will miss them. Thank you for playing. We appreciate that. You did very well. You did. If you have listened to our show before, you are probably aware that there are several members in our group and they're located all across the world. And Burton has kindly agreed to take a question from each of our friends. So we are going to travel the world a little bit here. And actually the first question looks like it's going to be from Ginger, who is right here with us. But we're going to start that segment now. So Burton, as the head makeup artist, what is your process like? I'm assuming you get the scripts in advance and do you work with Bruce or Lizzie or the director or whoever to like figure out what the vision is going to be for the season or the episode? Um, it, it all depends. Like, right. So right now I, I got, I've got the first three scripts. So I, I've read, I try not to go too far ahead because I just like to focus, focus. Yeah. So we're, we're shooting kind of the first two episodes initially. So I have to know the first two inside and out. So it's really me and Lizzie and some of the key players, if they have something going on or something interesting or different, 
then I'll kind of talk to them. Maybe they have an idea about where they want their character, what they want to have done differently. So, but I have my own vision and they trust me now. And I kind of, we go with that, but also conversations like a little bit with different people. In particular, yeah. Lizzie. I mean, it must get easier now that it's season five and obviously everybody knows each other so well, so. It's definitely easier. I mean, season one, season one was just kind of tricky. I mean, I have a soft spot for season one because that's where we established everybody. So that's kind of kind of my my favorite season because of that. Yeah. But it's, it's easier now. Season two, I found two a little bit nerve wracking because just after season one and it did so well, you're like, oh my God, you know, all this pressure, right? Uh, but after season two was done, then I could relax a little bit, if that makes sense. And it's, and it gets a little bit better. So it's definitely better now than it was in the beginning, as far as just being able to, you know, just breathe a little bit and relax to kind of know that whatever you're going to do, it's going to be good. Well, it seems like it's such a fun cast too. Like, are they all as fun as they seem? They're great. They're really great. And you know what? They're all there. They're all like really talented actors and, and actresses and they're there to do really good work. And when you have that, you have that focus, you can joke around and carry on a little bit and nobody, it's not a, you know, they're not there for publicity. They're not there. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a different way. So it just, everything else is kind of relaxed behind the scenes. I think that comes across though. Like you can tell it's very cohesive. You can tell they really like each other, which yeah. makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. It's really great behind, behind the camera, behind the scenes. All right. So I'm going to pull Mary Gold over here for her question. Hi, Burton. Hey. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mary Gold. So I wanted to ask you, what music do you typically have playing in the makeup trailer? Does it vary depending on who is in the trailer that day? Or do you have a pretty consistent rotation of music? I've heard that the cast and maybe some of the crew are big Taylor Swift fans. So um, yeah, we, we got anything and everything. We kind of have like a setup in the trailer, whatever somebody wants to play, like play something. It's funny when um, when Janine comes in, she'll play. She likes to listen to "Let It Go." Um, <laughs> and I laugh. At, she'll say, "She'll thank you." Thanks. So I know it's nice. So I'll play as she, she's coming in. She sits in Alistair's chair, and so we'll play that. And she just it just it just gets them to unwind before they have to go on all yeah. the series the set right so it just it just depends it varies so it's it's all we're all it's all over the place I is Janine a good singer does she sing she like is. it goes well she is oh she just goes for it she's belting it out down there and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, we blare that and she likes yeah she lets loose she lets loose I went ahead and brought Melissa over from Argentina. Hey. She got me all the good photos for the PowerPoint. So go ahead, yeah. Melissa. Hi, Burton. Hi. Hi. I'm Melissa. Um, and my questions. Bear in mind that each season finale is immediately continued into the following season. How do you organize with the makeup team to continue the previous makeup? Um, you know what? Lots of photos. It's really about having really great digital continuity, lots of photos and, and then handwritten notes, which are attached to all the files. And, you know, it's, it's really, you got to really stay on that because it's really hard because everything's got to be exact and all of the characters have to match up. And I don't do everybody, I don't do all the characters. So whoever else is doing them, then I'll take a final look at the end to make sure, you know, my eye doesn't, you know, doesn't catch something that's not supposed to be there. Um, but it's tricky. A lot of notes and a lot of pictures, basically. That's about it. But it's tough. And last year with COVID, it was even, you know, it was tougher because we kind of shut down. You know, we started in March and then we were kind of in between the first three episodes. And then we came back in September. And then the weather changed as well, which is a big deal because you're not really thinking because, you know, makeup reacts differently in cold than it does in heat. Mm -hmm. So the yeah. temperature in March and September was different. So it, it was, you know, it's really... <laughs> It's really tricky. And then you have the mask. You know, Lizzie's got blood here, right? You've got the mask. Yeah. We need that extra time. It was tough. And it is tough. It's still going to be like that with the masking, but especially with blood. I mean, the first episode last year, she had all this blood, so it would come off. But luckily, they know me, and I, I think they respect me enough. But I'm like, you know what? I need this time. Sorry, you know, it wasn't easy. We get through it. They looked awesome. So funny that <laughs> first episode, Pigs, uh, episode one, three, uh, 401, uh, was the one I put forward for the Emmys and it got nominated. So as tough as it was, then it was I, worth I it. Yeah. It was incredible. The, blood. Like, <laughs> the hand and the, all of it. It was such a good episode. All right. 
So now we are going to invite Julia from Germany. And also we're she- We're going across um, the world. We are, we're traveling. I love that. <laughs> she uh, is the one that drew our logo, which is beautiful. And we are very appreciative of her talent. Julia, welcome. Hi, Bertrand. <laughs> Thanks for being here with us. Thank you. Nice. So, of course, we can see all the passion and uh, work you put in, like in the show and other movies and films um, on screen. But I was wondering if there's something in your work routine you're not particularly enjoying doing <laughs> or maybe not dreading, but not really fond of. I think, you know what, I think it's... <laughs> when we have to be outside when it's minus 20, when we have to do <laughs> really intense, amazing scenes. And there's been a few with Lizzie where I don't, I, she's such a trooper. I mean, a lot of them, I don't even know how they do it with really no clothes, hardly any clothes on something really like a really nothing. And they're out with, you know, minus 20, you know, once again, it's hard to do your job. The makeup, it's not going to stick right. And you can't, you can't like blend, you can't move it around because it's so cold. <laughs> Or they start, you know, when you start tearing when it, when it gets really cold and they, then you mm -hmm. all, all these streaky tears, right? So I would think, I think it's when it's really cold and we have to be outside with them, you know, all day for 15 hours, 16 hours. I mean, we get breaks and we don't have to be out there the whole time, but it's, I think it's probably that to be out in the cold elements. The summer is not so bad, but the mm -hmm. winter where we do a lot of handmade scenes, as you, as you can see, is, is not easy. <laughs> Yeah. Wasn't episode nine very cold too for season four when um, Nick and June were meeting outside of the school? Yes. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. I could, I could still visual. Yeah. That was really, <laughs> really cold. You could probably see it on the breath, right? That was really cold. Mm. Yeah. That was a great scene. That's good. Mm -hmm. What does makeup do in the cold? Like that cold? Does it just not move? Does it? It just doesn't move. And they tend, people tend to tear, your eyes tend to water and tear. And yeah. when the camera goes in really tight, you, you actually do <laughs> see kind of like streaking coming down, which you can't. Yeah. So it's just constant running in. And, and, and the, you know, here's the other thing too, people don't realize with the snow, we've got certain paths where the actors are kind of, especially once the, once the camera gets closer to the actors, it's not so bad because you can't see the snow that they walked on but we can't have all the crew making tracks and all the snow all around the cast. Mm, that's really interesting. So we have to step, we have to like go where they <laughs> turn around and we can't, and then we have to like back your back or they have to come out and we do it. So it's tough. Wow. Wow. A blanket of snow and that's got to stay the way that you see it from a distance. Mm. You see that nice. Yeah. People don't think about those little things, right? Yeah. And you guys have been filming in the winter for so long now. Like, I think that if COVID hadn't happened, maybe you would have had a warmer season and then COVID happened. And... Well, that was the big thing last year. We're like, we're, you know, we're going to shoot in the summer of last year, <laughs> of 2020. And then COVID. It's like, ah. so this year it's kind of nice, even though, you know, we start shooting February 7th, but we will have like two months of really cold and then we'll yeah. have that nice weather. Yeah. This yeah. is the first time that we've had that. So gonna we'll be, enjoy it. Gonna be nice. Ben, what's it like doing makeup when it's like sweltering hot outside? Have you been in one of those conditions compared to the cold? Yeah, I mean it's 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 kind of same but different. I mean it's just a constant. It just the makeup literally will just kind of slide off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> layer of sweat and oil. You know, it just <laughs> everything slides off. So it's that's not easy either. Mm. Or ten people tend to get really red. So, and you maybe want to try to counteract that red, which is bad too, because then you don't want to add too much makeup. It, it's, yeah. it's a constant fight. It's, it's, a, it's not easy either. It's got to yeah, be like that, water, that nice spring, fall weather. That's <laughs> perfect weather. When does that, when does that happen? Go to San Diego. <laughs> yeah. Only do shows in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We have Rachel from New Mexico. Hi, Burton. I'm Rachel. Thank you so much for taking my question. What I've been curious about is if you have to change or adjust your makeup techniques at all for characters on The Handmaid's Tale who, by Gilead law, are not allowed to wear makeup. And um, we see so many close-ups of faces, especially June's. So I was just curious if bare skin is ever an option for characters like that, or do you have to work a certain way to make it look as natural as possible? Uh, some of them do have just bare skin, like almost nothing. I mean, they they might not have any in their skin, but they might have a little tweak in their eyebrow or something under their eye. 
but some of them are just completely bare and will work on camera. Right. Like just be like a really nice, it just depends. Is it going to be outside? Will it be indoors where the lighting, you know what I mean? Your skin is going to look different. It might show up better in one or the other. So we kind of just have to be prepared. Like if somebody's doing a character, one of my people on my team, I'll just say, just bring whatever you need with you on set and see how they look. And there's always a little time for a little tweak or a little adjustment if we need to add or take away. But um, sometimes they aren't wearing, just depends, depends on the light. The light is a huge thing. Yeah, that's really interesting. Cause I was curious if, if that was what like lighting would require some amount of makeup, but you're not supposed to, like they're not supposed to look like they're wearing anything. So that's very interesting. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I mean, getting back to that too, it's an ongoing thing where there's always a little tweaking, like, they'll leave the trail and I say, well, I'm not sure about that. You know, we'll just be prepared to do a little tweaking on set. And then even if it's not my character, I'm there on set watching behind the monitor to make sure on camera that they look the way they should. And we don't see anything. So that's always tweaking. It's last minute mm -hmm. tweaking, really. Awesome. So you're always there watching. I'm always there. I, I don't, yeah. You're like, oh, you can don't relax. Don't get a break. This is not a camera. This is not a camera. You can relax. I get that from whoever, different people. I'm like, um, what do you mean? Like, can't relax. I've got other characters to watch. I've got <laughs> it sounds exhausting, but awesome. It pays off. So now we have Sarah from Finland. Hi, Brian. Hi. So great to have you here. So here's my question. Whose makeup or what type of makeup and the handmaid's tale is the hardest to do? Oh, the hardest. Mm. That's a tricky question because Generally, they're all, they're all pretty good. They all have different things going on with their makeup. It just depends on if somebody's been in a scuffle or, or had a you know, punch to the face. So I don't know if anybody's been more difficult. Uh, Does Janine's eye take much work? It would do. It did. I mean, it's better now because she's got the eye patch. But I think yeah. her character has gone in and out so many times with flashbacks and and. And last year, especially, she got a lot of airtime, which was so great for her. We're so happy for her that she got a lot of backstory. But that was probably, that probably took, that was a tricky thing to get right in the very beginning. And that kind of had, was kind of adjusted quite a bit, season one, two, and three. Because in the beginning, it was, you know, we still kind of, sometimes it doesn't look quite exactly right the very, very beginning. And then you tweak it and then it becomes better. So I don't know if there's anybody that's the most difficult. I think they're all equal, really. With, with tweaking, is there anybody that you think that might be difficult or not difficult? Is there any characters that stand out for you guys for that? The only one I could think of was Janine's eye. Like I was wondering how much work that would take when it's not got the... I mean, that was, that was like, that's like an hour to put the eye on. Mm -hmm. And it's just blending into her own skin and skin tone. Getting yeah. All so yeah, that, that was a tricky, that was a tricky one. Yeah, I would think it'd be more situational because like obviously when, you know, the beginning of season four, when June was all bloody, like I would think that's more difficult than just typical, you know, their right, her regular face. Yeah. Well, with, with June and, and Lizzie, because they're sometimes getting back to 401, 402, 403 with all the blood. And then when she was on the farm, even though she was still sickly looking, she didn't have all the blood. So, I mean, the blood is really, blood is really tricky because got to match it up. I mean, every day, and then she's wearing that blood two, three, four days, maybe two weeks, the same blood, right? And it does mm -hmm. move because it's, it's real life and certain things kind of move around. So you have that little bit of playroom, but blood is the, is the tricky. Sometimes you see blood. That's, that's the, you know, when she, when the guy got killed next to her last season and the blood on her side of her face, that was a tricky scene. <laughs> oh, I wondered about that. Cause that, that was, was crazy. That was crazy. That was tricky. And because <laughs> Because, you know, there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes. And when they're, when they're shooting the, um, the prop next to her with the, with the stuff in it, does it always go perfectly on the face? No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it might be right. here, it might, you know, so, ba so basically you got to make sure we know where we want it to go, but it doesn't necessarily, it didn't, it wasn't going off a full tilt the way it should have gone. So it was just a little splatter. I'm like, oh. <laughs> we, had, we had to really, that was a tricky, that was really tricky. But in the end, it looked great but um i remember the director at the time getting frustrated because it wasn't it just some things don't go as planned so it's right not easy to get the splatter do you have to go dexter on it i was thinking dexter too yeah <laughs> well you know it did splatter I remember when it first went off it did splatter but it was like too light almost for camera like it needed to be chunkier because i mean the guy's brains are being blown out right next to it yeah so it's just little kind of splat it just wasn't coming out of the gun and even though there's testing before 
you know, weeks before with the gun on, on whoever else. They test it out, everything goes well, but you do it on set on the day on the person, you know, things might happen. How does that work with special effects versus like makeup? I'm sure you're involved in that, like in making it look right the way it's going to come out, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, in the beginning, they'll do the testing, you know, in the studio, the guys, special effects guys will do it like on a prop dummy or something. And they'll, and then I'll see what they have. They'll send everything to me, the videos and, and whatever it needs to be. And I'll say, well, what about this? So we'll kind of, that's all planned out. So everybody's happy. The director sees it. The actor will see it. Um, but I remember when, when Lizzie, when she was running through the woods, the episode, the end of season three, mm-hmm. remember the guy mm-hmm. gets shot next to her as well. Yep. That yeah. Remember that night? That was really tricky too. It was really cold that night. And it just wasn't, it was supposed to land. <laughs> and all of a sudden it was, it, it's messy and blood stains, right? So it's mm-hmm. it's a really tricky and nobody wants to wait around in the freezing cold weather. But it's supposed to be all planned out, which it normally is. But sometimes on the day, it just doesn't go as planned. So it's 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 not an easy thing. But in the end, you know, do what you got to do and get it done. Yeah. All right. Wanda is up next. Hi, Burton. Hi. Nice to meet you. Thank, Thank you. you for coming today. The panel's questions have been fairly easy. Would you agree this morning? Yeah. Is the hard one coming? Yeah. <laughs> this is where it gets difficult. <laughs> this may be the hardest question you've ever been asked in your entire career. And please forgive me if I'm getting too personal, but I need to know. Are you a Nick and June shipper? <laughs> you know what? I have a soft spot for, for OT and Luke. So I don't know. I'm not, I know everybody's, I, I know the deal, but <laughs> I'm not sure yet. I don't know. Okay. Fair enough. We are fair. disappointed, but that's know. fair. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for answering my question. You're welcome. <laughs> Claudia from Austria. Hi. Hi. Thank you for doing this and uh, nice to meet you. Thank you. I'm doing two questions from two members of uh, our podcast that couldn't be on today. So the first one is from Tina. The way you use makeup to show stress or aging on the show is extraordinary. With the men, for example, I've seen you talk all about how you use their beards to show how the time in Gilead weighs on them. So Fred's beard got more gray in it over time and it got more unkempt, which is brilliant. But I wonder with a character like Nick, who doesn't have facial hair, what other ways you use makeup to show that same effect on him? Well, Nick, he's kind of going through his own thing, but Nick has always got this brooding thing going on. He's always very, you never quite know what he's up to. And that's, that's all part of his character and part of the plan. Like you never, what is he up to or what is he? So you're not quite supposed to know. So in one way, visually, you don't see a lot of changes with him. You don't see, because we're not really supposed to, he's kind of hiding behind this, this kind of mask. Even though he doesn't wear a lot of makeup, he has great skincare and he's got a little bit of something makeup. So his character is supposed to be in that zone. So it works out for him in that way. Does he have a similar skincare routine to you, Ben? <laughs> yeah. What does he have? You know what? Alistair, my key makeup, does his makeup. I'm not sure what he uses actually for skincare. You know what? He's got, Nick is Nick is really great, but he's always got this brooding thing going on. That's that's. <laughs> That's kind of him too when he comes in. He's got this cool, just vibe kind of thing going on mm-hmm. all the time. But he's, he's great. He's great. All right. And the second question is from Didi. How do you create blood and sweat and make it so realistic? Um, specifically, the sweat droplets on Lizzie's back in season two, episode two, and the blood when she was almost dying in the garden in season two, episode five. Well, there's, there's a great blood company called Fleet Street Blood Works. So there's different variations. There's like a light and a dark blood. So I like to mix them because it just gives a lot more dimension to what you're seeing on camera, right? You just do the one a light, it's, it, you know, just like it's, I kind of built up layers. So it just makes it look more realistic and more, gives it more depth. So the sweat also, once again, it's really building it up. It's really um, lots of water and make sure the droplets are all like perfect. But getting back to the heat and the cold, it's really tough, but actually the cold helps with that in that regard and probably helped in that scene as well because it'll hold. Like it doesn't run down if it's hot, it'll just kind of like work its way right off. Mm. But it'll kind of like, you can place it almost. You can spray it and just kind of will hold the droplets in those spots because the skin is so cold. 
So it's mainly water? Mainly water. And some ah. glycerin. glycerin in there as well. And Egyptian magic. Oh. Which is like a natural <laughs> shade butter kind of thing. I use that one a lot, actually. On Instagram, you probably see Egyptian magic. But it's... That's that big white, like, pot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's all natural. And it's basically shea butter. But on camera, it's like a beautiful sheen. And mm. it, uh, I use that one a lot. And it's natural. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to make anybody break out. And Yep. Yeah. So the Egyptian magic. Thank you. I'll grab some. <laughs> so I was just wondering, we kind of talked about this a little bit with the, the tiers, but on location touch-ups, like, I guess that's probably the main thing that you're doing is constantly running in and touching things up, particularly if somebody like has a crying scene, like with Lizzie, she has a lot of those like on the bridge scene. And is it something where every take you have to come in and, and make a bunch of touch-ups? It depends on the scene. It depends on like, like the elements can sometimes help or not, like I was saying before. But yeah. I think the only, the only time, the thing that stands out with, with the question you're asking, when she was in the hospital, when the handmaid there was dying in the hospital bed, mm -hmm. episode 9303, I think. That's one scene. I mean, there's been a few of that stands out. I was running in basically every take. It was really, yeah. there were so many close-ups with her eyes, so constantly running in, because the camera was so close. And sometimes I... I would catch, I could see makeup. So I'd be like running and like, if I have to run in, I'm just, they'll see me like running in literally. And uh, it's just <laughs> constant. So some scenes are like that. You constantly have to go in. But it's really like, sometimes if they're wider shots, I get to, you know, relax a little bit. But when they get the, the close-ups like this, I'm right there behind the monitors with the director of photography. And I'm like, uh, what do you think? You know, I'm just like, are you okay with that? I'm like, I gotta run in, I gotta tweak, you know, tweak this or, so it's a, it's a constant thing, especially when the camera goes tight. Which is not often in this show, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she cries, like snap your fingers and she can cry, right? I mean, it seems like she just can turn that on and off really easily. She can. I mean, yeah. she can be like laughing one minute and joking around and all of a sudden the camera's on her and then she's in that zone. Like, Amazing. She's yeah, so that's incredible. Yeah, she's amazing. Do some actors have to use something put in their eye when they cry? The drops or something. They do. Yeah. Actually, you know, um, OT, Luke, does that. He likes his, he likes his tear stick. He's yeah. great. Love him. He had this, yeah, this little tear stick. That what does a tear stick mean? Like, what does it look like? What does it do? It's like a little, I wish I had one here, actually. It's a, it's a little menthol stick. So it's menthol. Oh, it's menthol. Wow. You usually put it like, maybe like in their fingernail here. So whatever, they can put a little, and it's, clear so you can't really see it and they'll within the scene and then maybe the camera they know where the camera is going to be yeah. then they'll kind of like you know we'll do a little bit under here or they'll have a bit on their finger just to kind of help and they can place it when that's so interesting mm -hmm. i had no idea it like activates the tear ducts kind of is that the yeah the process but oh, they got, cool. it's a very tricky thing they've got to practice if somebody's not used to it they've got to practice kind of it's best to practice because you could do too much and if you do too much basically yeah. you can't see very uncomfortable <laughs> so they've got to be you know we had to check that out and kind of do it now we're going to see how you react to it so that's all going to be worked out before yeah. Hmm. yeah you guys typically do a lot of takes like with each scene or is there sometimes where it's like the first one and you're like that's it we got it i don't think it's ever been the first one but it might be the first one where the directors just for safety something might show up later so they'll do it's usually three and that's usually like the smaller amount I would say typically five, six, and sometimes if it's a tricky shot, it's way more, but maybe five-ish, mm -hmm. yeah. But sometimes the first, they'll use the first one, but they won't stop with the first one, just in case they, they need right. it. Something mm -hmm. showed up somewhere, they'll do more than one. We had another question from a friend, Megan, who wasn't able to be here today, so I was gonna ask that on her behalf. Um, she just wanted to know what scene so far from all four seasons was the most challenging for you? I think that, like I said before, the challenging parts are when it's really freezing cold and the, dealing with the elements. Yeah. Other than that, I think season one, I have a, like a, I love season one because that was the beginning of establishing everybody. So I think for me, it was, it was really like a lot of highs for me dealing with Lizzie and what I would see on camera and what she would bring to camera with her acting and then my makeup. That's where I have this kind of, I just have a huge soft spot for season one where I love that. Especially yeah. when she was locked in a room there for a few weeks and then she wrote, the, mm, yeah. you know, that, all that sequence in there. And that's the first time we really saw her kind of like falling, you know, everything was 
beautiful interface and I, I have a, like a huge soft spot for that that scene in particular are those scenes there yeah, yeah the lighting so and everything yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah were the bruises and things on her hands was that tricky to do I guess it was more blood on her hands than that but well she did have a little bandage on her fingernail because she was kind of like trying to see out the window when she was right. trying to mm -hmm. the shutter or something so she had some little something on her it was like a broken apart skin that I, I could do something on so that was a little bit tricky. So I practiced, would practice on myself to make sure I get it right before I put it on her. But I was yeah. really happy with that. Yeah, it looked great. Did you meet Lizzie when you started the show? Like you didn't know her before? I didn't know her. That's awesome. No, I, I, I worked on a show, a pilot show. I can't even remember what it was. A couple of years prior. And then there was a producer on that show that was going to be on Handmaids. And he just reached out to me and said, oh, I've got this show. And I'll send you the script. And when he sent me the script, I was like, oh my God, like some, some things you get, you know, you read script and you're like, oh, well, okay, it's work. Or mm. when I had this, like, I really, you know, and yeah. competition, competition's tough and you can hear, you know, wherever you are, but I like, really wanted it. Like I need to get this show. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I was like, no, 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 I need, I need to get this one. <laughs> That's awesome. So it seems he, like everybody knew it was going to be special. It sounds yeah. like. Yeah. And you felt that electricity too. You felt it when you were working on it, you know, even before anything was airing, you know, people get, were picking up on things, you know, reporters and journalists and uh, yeah, you kind of knew you felt it. You felt something. Cool. So that producer hooked me up with Lizzie and said, well, I'll get you on the phone with her, which he did, I think the next day. And then Lizzie and I talked for maybe, you know, 10 minutes. And, and then I said, then I talked to him after. I said, well, do you need to come in? I'll come in and talk to the producers. And he's like, oh, no, you, that, you, you got it. Lizzie loved you. And, you know, you that's amazing. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Well done. You have to show like your portfolio, I guess. Well, you know what? That's a given. Like they would have checked. Yeah, before they would have checked all, all my stuff. They would have checked my resume, my pictures, all that. But at that point, it was it just a personality thing. Stuff, but yeah. That Lizzie, you know, we just talked about how I like to work and what she wanted for the character and what I thought it should be. And yeah, what went well. And thank God, you know. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, now we have Scarlett from Puerto Rico. Hi, Barton. Hi. Thank you for taking the time to do this. This is my question. Elizabeth Moss is a phenomenal actress and she perfectly portrays June's emotions on her face, highlighted by your amazing talent and makeup. During season four, we get to see June's journey to freedom. We quickly realize that even though she's technically free, she doesn't feel free at all. She looks really deteriorated, tired, angry, and we see the toll that her emotional and physical trauma has taken on her. It was amazing for me to see the obvious contrast and change in June in episode 409 when she goes to see Nick. It's the first time we probably see her happy. What were you trying to transmit to us through June's makeup throughout season four, and why did you choose to make June look so different during her meeting with Nick in 409? Well, she hadn't seen Nick for a while and that was such a beautiful touching moment and a beautiful scene where she, I didn't actually do a lot extra with her. I just, I think she had a little bit of extra lip balm. So her lips gave her a little bit of, on our cameras, you don't have to do too much, but a little bit of something. Um, so she just looked like she was soft, I guess, a little bit mm -hmm. pretty. And it was like a, such a touching moment and a beautiful scene between the two of them. So the viewers needed to see that. But for the whole season, it was just um, what was the what was the point you were saying about the other stuff? Uh, she looked very, you know, she looks she looks very beat up. Obviously, she's carrying a lot of trauma. Um, yeah. And in certain scenes, it was very specific. Like in her testimony, she looks still raw, but she doesn't look as clean as four and nine, like right. as refreshed, I guess. Yeah, and season four was kind of all over the place. I mean, she started off really rough looking and then and then she was really, the blood was gone, but she was still really sickly. And then she went to Canada on the boat. She still had that remnants of bruising. I mean, it was a lot, which was really great and fun for me, but she was kind of all over the place. But it was just important. And there's certain moments where there's certain scenes coming up where you know it's like, you need to soften her and make her, like it was a really beautiful touching scene where she shouldn't look so hard and rough, just in that moment where it was very emotional and very touching between the two of them. Thank you. That scene was in incredibly cold weather as well. So. Freezing cold, <laughs> so cold, yeah, so cold. So I just had two scene questions I was curious about. So um, the bridge scene with Nick, it seemed very wedding imagery-ish. Was that an actual discussion or just an amazing coincidence? 
I don't know what the discussion was between them, probably between Lizzie and the director. I can't remember who directed that one. She was that she one. Did. Lizzie. She did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lizzie and Lizzie. That's yeah. exactly what Lizzie wanted. Whatever you saw, that's what she wanted. <laughs> that's right. She did the first one and she did nine. Yeah. Forgot about that. I don't know if that was planned, but it's exactly what happened. That's what she wanted. Yeah. What she wanted to convey. And then uh, I don't even know if you can remember back then, but season one, which you're very fond of their ice scene was supposed was scripted to be their first kiss i was curious if they filmed it that way as well as the way it was filmed which so she- which one was that so it was season one episode three the way that it was written in the script she had her like lip busted instead of her cheek by aunt lydia when she uh, like cattle prodded her yes and they had their first kiss in that scene in the script and i was just curious if you remember doing lip busted makeup well, her lip was actually supposed to be, it was more like an interior kind of thing, which uh-huh. on camera never really picked it up. So she would have had a little something. But, and then also the kiss, it would have been, it was a tricky kind of thing. So did they film it that way or did they just not? Because it was too tricky. It was too tricky. Yeah. So we just did the cheek. We just did this where she cattle prodded her. Yes. Know? That was much more evident. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Showed up more. It was a little bit more. Yeah. How long does it take you to do a bruise, like a real good, solid bruise? Um, well, you know, the, the bruise that Lizzie, when she came out of that really tortured, that little box, and she had bruises, she had some bruises on her legs, but in her ankle. So I remember those. <laughs> I remember being out in, the, in her Winnebago in her trailer outside, and it wasn't too, too cold, I don't think. But quickly doing them, because you know what? Nobody really has time to waste, and Liz, because Lizzie's one of the executives. She appreciates that I'm quick. So if I need to be really fast, I'm like, sometimes with a really in-depth makeup, I'm like, well, Lizzie, she's like, well, how much time do I need? I'm like, well, I'm like an hour and 15. She's like, uh, what can you do in 40, 40 minutes? 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah. I said, okay. And there's always little tweaks. <laughs> so, and she knows I can, and I, I'll always have that little bit of extra time on camera when she gets into the light. But those bruising there, I did outside she was sitting in the steps going outside of her trailer. Like quickly, I did them like in five minutes. Wow, that's impressive. Did you I take I didn't pictures? Like, oh yeah, yeah. To compare the next time and then, yeah. Oh yeah, lots of pictures. Yeah. And I'll take pictures and then my people on my team, I'll get my key makeup Alistair to take them because I take, you know, you all, we all take pictures differently. And we all capture things differently. So maybe mm-hmm. he'll capture something that I didn't see with how I took them. So I'll hmm. compare and I'll take the best ones out of our bunch. Like there might be 20 of them and I'll take the best three. Did you meet Alistair on this show too? Do you like no, bring him with you? I've actually known Alistair for maybe 15 years or something. Oh, nice. Oh. Because, yeah, and he, he's a great guy and he's, he's super talented. And um, his path kind of went somewhere else. And then somebody couldn't do after season two. Somebody had a baby on our show, Talia. So I brought him on to replace her. That's awesome. really well. How many people are there on your makeup team? There's three of us in the trailer, three makeup and three hair. And then I'll have probably two to three regulars that are in for some of the day players and the extras. And I guess does Alistair work on like, you've got the, I guess, main three, and then he does the next kind of main three? Yeah. Like, I mean, I did... Uh, Commander Waterford and Lizzie and Commander Lawrence. He does Serena Joy and Moira, Emily. And my next person down, Taylor, she does Aunt Lydia and OT and who else is there? So yeah, it's a real mix. And some of the day players that come in that are just in for maybe a day or two, I might take one of them if I'm not, if I have some extra time. So we just kind of spread them out. Imagine, do you remember doing the the colonies back in, I guess, oh, yeah. was it season two? Was it? Yeah, okay. I remember that. that. That's a standout. That's a standout. <laughs> freezing, freezing cold. We shot that like an hour north of Toronto, like desolate. Basically, yeah, freezing, freezing cold weather. Yeah. If I remember correctly, was that Marissa Tomei in that episode? It was. Yeah. yeah. It was Marissa Tomei. Yeah. How did you go with doing her makeup? Well... She was a wife, but she was being slowly being poisoned in there. Fine, Emily, yeah. right? Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So, but the effects of the poisoning, because it was so quick, I think it was, she was just there a very short time before, you know, she died because yes. Emily couldn't wait to get rid of her. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we didn't really see the effects on her face yet, but it was tricky, but she had a lot of the dirt because she was out working in the soil and she was great. She was lovely, but it's, it's tricky because she didn't want to necessarily go too far in the dirt, but. Right. <laughs> How do you make people look like they're basically about to die? What what product do you use to make them? <laughs> What's look your death product? Like death, <laughs> deathbed product. There was product? actually a little pot that I. It's called death flesh, actually, that I used. I, it, it, oh, wow. it's gray. It's like a gray. There's no warmth at all. Just everything is gray and sallow, and yeah. So Ann Dowd let it slip that um, there will be a season six too, huh? Oh, she did. She did in an interview last week. Two interviews. Oh, last week. that's so interesting. So I'm glad yeah. she did slip and night and not me. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> not trying to trick you into anything. I probably okay. so like, <laughs> I, like I just kind of found that out too. I'm like asking somebody, you know, like, is this a secret? We're like, no, it's not a secret anymore. Maybe because <laughs> yeah, she, she dropped yeah. that. She, yeah. <laughs> it was so casual too. We were like, what did she just say? Two seasons? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Which I'm quite surprised. I really yeah. I'm surprised. But I'm surprised great. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if anything, I'm very excited. Yeah. I think if anything, it's too bad that we couldn't get them out quicker. It's usually like yeah. a year in between each season. Yeah. But, you got a pretty good excuse though. And it's amazing that you got, you know, season four out. People weren't making show. I, there are other shows I like that have, I've not seen since, you know, 2019. They just yeah. haven't pulled it together. So are you, do you guys, is your, are your COVID protocols as like harsh now or are we kind of like we got to live with this and I think it's going to be the same as last year so we actually haven't been on set yet yes but I don't think it's going to be any different than it was Mm -hmm. last year it works right no this you know midsummer last year I was thinking it was going to be better and we'd be able to you know (laughs) we all went through that stage yeah yeah you know I was hoping but I think it'll be exactly the same. Here we are. Be exactly. <laughs> you know, we can take some pictures, you know, when we're not filming without the masks on and all that kind of crap. Yeah. You know I mean, it'd be nice to have that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Six, maybe the next one. We'll build. I don't know. I don't even know anymore. I saw somebody on Twitter say like, you really got to take advantage of that time between variants. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should plan your filming in between variants. <laughs> <laughs> Your behind the scene photos, which we love so much because you're the only person that, that gives us that. And it's, yeah. it's nice. It's just cool yeah. to see how the show is actually made because yeah. we have yeah. no idea seeing the finished product. And it's just really yeah. interesting. So thank you for doing that. Is everyone shacked up in Canada now then? Or do you still await some arrivals? I think, all, I think the main players are all here now. Yeah. So you're just preparing now until you start filming? We're just preparing like next week we go into the hair makeup trailer like it's there kind of waiting we haven't kind of like put all our stuff in yet so we'll kind of go there yeah. get all geared up and get ready and then yeah we're, we're excited, excited. Awesome. yeah yes very excited <laughs> you've been incredible like every time you've liked our you know shared us or liked us or it's been so motivational to all of us and it's so appreciated because we just decided to start this project you know a month ago and yeah. it's been fun for us but it, you know it's harder work than we thought especially for Violet who <laughs> does literally all of the editing I think she spends like full-time job hours on this every week because it turned into two episodes when we were planning to do one two episodes is getting better or is it getting easier and like is it getting bigger for you guys is it are you enjoying it more or is it getting we, we love it yeah. we love it yeah and we've got well, like a lot better. it's gonna get bigger and better it's a lot better than we ever expected it would be already. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of work for Violet because she's the only one that had, she went to film school and she had some editing experience and naively volunteered to do all of the editing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. I love it. I love it. You're awesome. It's, it's, it and we it's giving it. us all something to enjoy during the off season too. Like yeah. to talk about the show yeah. and rewatch it and analyze everything again. So yeah. yeah. And I think we've gotten people excited about like rewatching it with us, like friends and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, I have a lot of random people in my life that are watching it with us. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, though, you, Burton, it just meant so much to us. So thank mm-hmm. you. Because you have no, like, you have no reason to do that. There's nothing, you're not getting anything out of that. You're just a nice people. person. Yeah. No, I love yeah. it. When I see something new, people that are interested in something, like, I like that. Yes, yeah, thank you so much for taking all your time and DMing me on Instagram. <laughs> Thanks yes. for letting her slide into your yeah. DMs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
No, read something anytime. I'm pretty open and I like reading DM. You know, it's all good. All right. Well, yes. thank you thank very you. much. You thank you. Good luck with season five. Um, yeah. It's going to be, we know it's going to be awesome. So enjoy yourself. I will. I will. Nice to meet you guys. Keep posting yeah. more cat photos. Yeah. Yes. Bye, Leo. Cat photos. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a great day. Thank you so much yeah. for this. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You know, I think about us, the three of us, what we could be. I think about it all the time. Please, it's terrible. No, it's not. I know Jim. She's my friend. I care about her. How's your day going? You look pretty. Thanks. I wore it just for you. Her father's a driver named Nick. He helped me to survive. Yes, you can, because I can't lose you. I'm not gonna let anything happen to you. What about you? Your girlfriend is a badass. <laughs>